Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number six. six of season six of the worst idea of all time with your pals. It's your boys, it's the frosty fellas, That's themselves, right. the OGs. Uh, we, are, we go by the names of Tim and Guy and yep. you'll be excited to hear once more. It is uh, as Bill Withers sang mm-hmm. and Will Smith later sang, yes. just the two of us. Is that a Bill Withers song? Yeah. Didn't know that. San's guest, because we are strong and other people are weak. We're brave. We're brave boys. And this movie is so tiring. Oh, come on. It's so... Come on. No, let the people in. No. Show a little vulnerability. Why not? Let the people... Let the (laughs) the people out. Let the people... Bring some positivity. This movie Hey, man. I'm positively exhausted by this film. I'm absolutely positively having the time of my life it's fun it's funny don't lie to people man it's you almost fell asleep i didn't almost fall no asleep. you didn't but you look drained you look you looked oh i was performing drained no you weren't i was i was i was enjoying myself so much i thought i should learn to act so i can be in this franchise maximum slumped and in your so, chair yeah I was performing slumped. The and energy had been drained from you. If we were in the Final Fantasy VII universe, the Mako energy from your body had been removed. That was by, a trick. I forgot that what the corporation was. It was a visual trick, called. and you fell right into my trap. You thought I was tired. I'd never had so much energy. I had so much energy, I was performing tiredness. Let me ask you this. Because I was so invigorated by the jam-packed action and action sequences contained within F9. To what end were you tricking me? Like, what was the point of I you wanted putting to see on a facade? If you, if I wanted to see if my acting was good enough to trick you into thinking I was tired. And it was, which means I'm ready for an audition. You were testing your acting chops on yeah. me, Tim Bat. I'm going to be an your e- friend. I'm going to be an FX. Are you? Yeah. I think they might have already shot it. Uh, 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 the thing is mired in uh, production issues. Is it really? I'm is gonna, it because of COVID I'm or other I played the role of um, sleeping stakeout officer. Number one or Number two? Number one. Come on. <laughs> I won't come on. Yeah, come on me, bro. No, come on now. <laughs> let's, all, let's all just 
Come you, on and no. cool our jets a little bit here. I, this movie was exhausting. My jets are hot. The movie's invigorating. I feel alive. <laughs> All right. Okay. Why don't you I see tell what's me your, your five biggest problems with the movie? Number one, it's just long, right? Oh, sorry. It's two didn't hours realize, and didn't twenty minutes. Illegal. Two hours and oh, twenty I minutes. Things not allowed to be long anymore. Hey, you, have you hey, got a problem with the Nile? Have hi. you got a problem with the Great Wall of China? Hi, my name's Guy Montgomery, and I ask people questions and then attack them when they attempt to do what I just asked them to do. <laughs> okay, it's one of my best features. First of all, your name is Tim Bat. I was being you. Well, you did. That's pretty, how, that's how good at acting I am. Pretty shit job. <laughs> That's how good at acting Hi, I am. Hi, my name's Guy Montgomery and I rock the house. Question uh, continuing to answer. So part two for that is, uh, it's just, you know, we've mentioned this, but with action movies, it's spectacle and the spectacle is in the surprise. So once you've seen it, you're like, whoa. But then when you see it a second time, you're like, yeah, I Even saw more that. Impressive. I, I saw that last time. I can't believe they've done it again. And then on the sixth time, you go and... Man, I hope Guy Montgomery understands how recorded media works and doesn't think that they're performing this stunt. For I just a half can't a dozen believe times. they've done it so many times for us. <laughs> flawlessly, <laughs> flawlessly pulling it off. I did. I will say this: the Man, dialogue this is, shit. That's my third bit. The dialogue. I've written down some of the dialogue. I'd love the di- to hear your fave bits. The dialogue's incredible. Go on. Uh, I've got a. I've, I've. Oh no, that's on the wrong page. It said. Bear with him, uh, folks. He's got this. The military is not giving up. We have to get past the border. That's good dialogue. Is it? Well, it's telling us what's happening. It's the exposition. Yeah. The, the military yes. is not giving up. Yeah. So we have to get past the border. Yes. Yeah, that's You've good. You've got to say that out loud rather than <laughs> show it. They are showing us and telling us. Well, because we are, um, we are idiots. It's true. And must be treated accordingly. I just want to say, actually, Tim. Yeah. It's the energy you brought. Four minutes into the movie, you <laughs> oh. said, this movie is so long. Yeah, that was my first point in our list. That's true. <laughs> so what do you get up to number three? The action sequences, if you're an Num- idiot, number become four, boring. Right? Number four, like, um, and, and again, sorry, we have brought this up previously, but it's the gosh darn truth. Vin Diesel was just like an exhausting energy to be around week after week as, an, as a performer and Dom Toretto as a character, as this humorless... Um, there's just... There's no... It's it's a very relentlessly boring performance. What do, you, what do you think Vin Diesel's idea of a practical joke is? Man. You know how George Clooney's quite famous for uh, doing pranks? and I didn't know that. He's, he's a bit of a prankster and he is likes he? to have a laugh. What do you think Vin Diesel... Say, imagine Vin Diesel pulls a... I pr- think he'd overshoot it. Like, he'd, he'd super glue someone into their shoes. <laughs> and then... Because in his mind, it's like, you know, I don't do this sort of thing much, but I think this would be really funny. But then they they have to go to hospital and it's a, like, fellow actor. How does it, how's he super... It holds up production for, like, <laughs> a day at least. And then he gets into a big fight with Justin there's, Lin. There's legal involved... How, it's how's bad. It, how's he got? How did he get? How did you super? How did he super? He, he got it off the crew, man. Because the crew of you know, like people doing the sets and everything, they've it, got they've got super glue. Is it skin on shoes? You put it on the socks? Is it uh, in the shoes? It's in the shoes. Yeah, but it's like you know, it fuses through the socks because socks aren't through that the thick. fibers. Yeah. So then, so then you got like three materials to do with. It's rough. Skin on sock and then onto the shoe. How so, would you get? How would you get someone out of those? Do you cut off the top of the shoe and they're just walking around with soles on their feet? Sounds like a um, Paul Simon. Souls <laughs> <laughs> um, on the soles of her feet. <laughs> uh, I don't know how you go about it because you hear about people who go to hospital with super glue incidents. And I don't know the first thing about how they get them out of there. Some sort of anti-adhesive. 
I just this has just been um, sort of triggered in my mind while we're talking about this. I want to see a post-credit sequence at one point across the eight films that we're yet to see in this franchise, mm-hmm. where um, Vin Diesel puts his dick in an exhaust pipe. You do want to see that. I eh? want to see that. So why bad. do you want that to not be part of the core film? Do you think it's a little bit of a treat? I just think it's distracting, and it's probably not relevant. It's not. Like I just think it's like it's it is it feels more like a treat. It doesn't yeah. feel like a main course. Yeah, and it, it you know it feels like a party trick to me when it's like what sort of pranks does he do? This yeah. isn't a prank, but I feel like he's like, hey, do you want to see something funny? And you're like, okay, Finn. Imagine you're having you're having dinner at his house. Yeah. And he's like, do you want to see something funny? And yeah. You go, yeah, sure thing. He says, come out to the garage. Yeah. Or garage, <laughs> or maybe he calls it a car hole, and he goes into the the garage. It's like check this out, and he. I just I just think it's it's funny it makes sense it's of like it's of both the character and my limited knowledge of the man I don't know if any of the four things you just said are true <laughs> I don't know if it's funny makes sense or is cohesive to the character we've been introduced to in F9 I think it's his of idea of a joke and people would be like what are you doing and he'd be like it's funny okay I get it's you fun- yeah, and yeah. like it's not funny but it's weird it's real weird and like, no no it's funny because my dick is in the car years ago <laughs> yeah we get it there was yeah, a, wasn't there like a 60 minutes expose on um autosexuals people who have sex with cars people who are sexually attracted to their motor vehicles that is like the audience of these movies i think so too I th- and i i would say some of those people would be turned off by how many other vehicles and extraneous plot points have been introduced to the franchise now oh yeah it's like hey man i i thought we were going to... I thought we had this, an was here. this was car stuff. This was car stuff. Now you're introducing yeah, submarines, tanks, yeah. space shuttles. I what, don't want any of that. What do you think about autosexuals, Tim? Do you want to yuck their yum? I'm kind of like to each their own. And I, I don't... Technically, they're not hurting anybody. So... They I could hurt themselves. I, they could. You want to make sure it, it cools off before you, you know, do anything. But man, like, you know, they're not hurting what anyone. What part of the car would you have sex with? <laughs> I don't know, something involving the glove box. I'm not sure how it works. But <laughs> <laughs> how about you? I like the glove box idea. Uh, what, what are the... Um, oh, I'm being quite blue on this episode. What are those uh, like dildo machine, dildo bike machines called? Dildo bike. Oh, like it... Um, yeah. Keeps... It's like if you pedal the bike, the, it'll, uh, it'll you get penetrated. Up and down. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they, they I'm are. I'm imagining like in a Flintstone style car, it had a glove box. <laughs> it's like if you run your feet. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, I just think if you're going to have post-credit sequences, they can't. It's just so, they used to be such a delight. And now all all they are is their promotional tools. I th- all, all they are is like, and there's another movie. For example, Jason Statham in this one. Yeah. Or as I call him, Jason Statham. Or as he calls himself. Me, uh, I just think I don't know. I just think that there, there should be some fun. Like, I mean, you know, Do the you rush know, hour two blooper sequence. The more I'm thinking about um, bringing Vin Diesel being autosexual into the franchise, even as a post credit scene, the more it is making sense to me because mm. it's kind of it ties in with this whole thing of like Vin can't um, 
I guess he's he's with Lot. It's so easy to forget they're romantically entwined. But to me, it's like he's <laughs> he keeps imperiling all the people closest to him, so he has to shut everyone out. He can't engage. Like I think of the next move, like say, okay, Fast Ten, Lottie is killed by Charlize Theron by Cipher, so she just keeps taking away all these people who are important to Dom, and then Dom is like relegated to this life where he. He, he doesn't want to endanger anyone else So he just starts romantic relationships with cars oh, I see But then Cypher the starts ca- destroying the cars I mean, the cars, your cars are, are, are much more vulnerable To being destroyed in this movie than people Yeah And henchmen Henchmen, man Henchmen are vulnerable Dime a dozen, aren't they? Yeah In this movie They're treated with um, a complete disregard For what's going on with them There was a really good comedic note In Austin Powers well, you know, they got the th- they got the trope from um, James Bond. That's just like these expendable, faceless henchmen <laughs> that just get shot and killed all the time. It's like they've got a family. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. know, is it the first movie oh, or the second movie where it's crushed like, by the steamroller? And then don't they they go to his family yeah, and it's like yeah, the mum has to yeah, tell the kid or yeah, something. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's funny, funny movie. Yeah, that Mike Myers. Interesting fella. Very interesting fella. Not a super normal guy. No, not at all. But um, you don't get to make gold member by thinking the same way as everyone else. <laughs> no! <laughs> Smoking a pancake. Got me a keeper! <laughs> oh, yuck. That's right. Um, gross. But uh, there you go. Did a you great get it into your list? List was number five. Oh, I think I got up to number four and my final reason for why F9, The Fate of the Furious, is such a tiresome bore to get through on the sixth watch is um, uh, what is it Can't lacking? even come up what with is one. It? No, I'm just trying to think. I'd like, I know it. I'm just trying to articulate it, you know? It's lacking a character that I can sink my teeth into enough to carry me through. And the closest I get is Otto, but he's a baddie. So, like, the movie's trying to veer me away from him. But there's no one else I can really, like, get fully on board with rooting for. What about the... Um, I know that we've... I've sort of done this before, and I thought you were a bit of a Ramsey. I've, I've just what? got a big crush on her, to be honest. Do you? Oh, I th- yeah. You haven't told me Ramsey. that. Yeah, Ramsey's a... She's a babe, man. Oh my god! I had no idea. Of course. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Nothing. Are you going to tell her? No, I don't think Why so. Why not? Because she's not real. You should dude. tell her. She doesn't exist. She could like you back. You'll never find out. She's not real. She. It, this movie isn't <laughs> real. We could find the actor's name. We needn't. <laughs> we needn't. I think that you're. A, I think that your um, other. Kindred spirit in this movie And a character you could try to get on board with Is the um, Paul Walker's car The Nissan The, the electric Is blue it a Skyline? N- Nissan Skyline Is it a Skyline? Yeah. It looks like a Skyline eh? It's a Skyline mm. The insurance on those puppies There's a Skyline Racing Driving down up the street drive. Yeah pretty good uh, I think it's the western The sort of the The guy who works with uh, Bow Wow And he's He's, oh, the Texan dude. Yeah, the yeah. Texan guy. He said you and him seem like you could get along. Oh, okay. He's um, Jiffy Lube. They sort of refer to him as, but I don't know if he gets a real yeah. name. That's his nick. That's his uh, you know derisive nickname from. Uh, I say derisive. I've been saying derisive. Oh, I think you're probably right. I trust you over me with that sort of stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I follow you. Um, oh no, a <laughs> couple of lemmings over here about to walk off a uh, pronunciation cliff. What's a lemming? 
A lemming. You know, a little animal that they just follow each other to their death. Are they real? Yeah, they're real. They're like Are they like sea monkeys? No, no, no. They're they're like um uh rodents, I think. Was it a video game? Yeah. Based on a real animal. Yeah, yeah, they're real. But hedgehogs aren't real, are they? Hedgehogs are real. We've got so many of them in New Zealand, <laughs> you've definitely encountered hedgehogs. They're not are as all, quick though. Are all video games based on something real? Uh Echo. Have you seen a dolphin before? Because they're also real. What about Spyro? Yeah, also real. They're just not around anymore. Dragons. Yeah, but they were here. It's crazy. Was so, who came up with dragons? I, this they, is why I think they were real. Were they not, was someone not satisfied by dinosaurs? But weren't dragons like independently lore from, for example, like ancient China and very old England? It, other people thought the same thing. Why? Why were we all thinking that there was this big fire-breathing, big flying, flying dinosaur scaly style fire breath, yeah. That laid eggs, you know? Like, how did independently people come up with that, that archetype of a thing? Were all dinosaurs born out of an egg? I think so, yeah, because they're all, like, reptilian. That's crazy. Is that right? No, that's... I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, I think they... It, I don't know. It feels to me like they're all born in eggs, but I'm basing this on Jurassic Park, I think. We'd have to ask Steven Spielberg on what research he did for the flick. He's, um... He's, oh, he didn't even write it, did he? It was Michael Crichton. He seems like a good guy. Was it based on a book? Mm. Same guy who did Westworld. People love writing books. They love them. And then uh, other people love turning the books into movies. Yes. And, and the worst of all people, read books. Yeah. Ugh, ghastly business. Not cool. Not cool, man. If that get, There definitely will be books of the Fast and Furious series, <laughs> like novelizations. <laughs> we should get them. <laughs> there will be books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you some. I'm going to get you some. I think that's your birthday present this year, Guy. I love um, I love the Fast franchise. I love books. I love the world. I love travel. I love food. I love uh, just that feeling. What you- do you think Dom Toretto eats? Because we don't see him consume any food in this. You know, maybe he eats in other movies, but not in this one. But I feel like it's out of character to see him eat. It's too vulnerable. Yeah. I think... Um, but he must I, eat he, so much I, protein to look like that. I th- I think he wants people to think he eats burgers, but right. I think he mostly eats soaked oats. Oh, really? And I think the reason we don't see him eat is that he um he's a little bit he, like, bashful about the he's, he's, yeah, diet. Like, he has basically, to when he's not on screen, yeah, he's eating muesli. Really, I think so. You get that cut from you can't stock up on like that was from muesli, can you? I don't know. Protein shakes, I think. I reckon you're right. He's like hammering oats and muesli, and he's on the protein shakes. Yeah, and he's um, he doesn't have any refined sugar. You see, what do we see in this movie? You see some ramen and you see candy. You see ramen, you see candy. You see I think them Roman preparing food at the end of the movie. I feel like Roman's eating kind of chips or something when they're in Mister Nobody's Lair. Maybe not chips, something. Oh no, what is it? Because when they turn the magnet on to prank him, he's eating something uh, out of a bowl. Can't remember. Roman strikes me as a guy who's still eating a lot of cereal. It's got that sort of um, oh yeah, Peter Pan. It's the archetype, know. isn't it? Yeah. What about how do you remember his name? Um, from the start, I've remembered the mnemonic I used is that romaine lettuce. 
like let us see more Romaine in and this movie, but his name's Roman. Do you think it, it's enough for me to make the connect? Is that a solve for this movie? Um, yes. Let us see more Romaine. Yes. Can you rank the characters? I don't even know if I could name them all right now. Who do you want to see more? Who Who do you want to see more of? Down to who could use who could you use less of? I want to see more of Han. Okay. Because like I need the context on why it, all these dramatic music drops and shots of him being revealed. You know, like it's, it's, I get because that he's important, believed dead. But but who are you, bro? You know, like it's a mystery to solve. Who do you think he is? I think. What okay, so they talk in the flashback with um, Gal Gadot. He says, "We always want to go to Tokyo." If you can imagine. So let's go to Tokyo. So surely he's like the central. Yeah, she does. Silly. Um, Surely Tokyo Drift is like his movie. Yeah, and then he's entered into the franchise from there. But if if is an Indian and Audi, Tokyo Drift must be set in Japan. Mm. And what? Why? I mean, I I understand wanting to return, like, but if if he always wants to get there, it would suggest that he hasn't lived there before. Oh, but the chronology is all fucked up because doesn't doesn't Tokyo Drift? It, people who uh, know this and are listening are going to be losing their minds yeah. in frustration. Well, but well, this is the setup. <laughs> isn't Tokyo Drift set? Like between one and two, but it came out after four or something like that. And so this flashback is set probably pre know, one. I think Tokyo Drift came out I in two thousand and um seven, seven because uh, a guy in in university in the hostel we were in, um, a friend and I we would play the teriyaki boys. Oh, we'd dude. play that song like we'd go into people's rooms very early Hell and play yeah. it on a little Bluetooth speaker to wake people up. Yeah, I wonder if you know. Wonder if you're talking. Oh, I don't know that one. It's, I was I was blasting some other teriyaki boys. Those boys, they got they produced two things: <laughs> teriyaki and making music. They um they were produced by one of the Beastie Boys, eh? Really? Yeah, yeah. Ad Rock, I think. Um, anywho's so wait a minute, 2007 is when we reckon it came out. Mm-hmm. And if we, if we think the first one came out in say 2002, that would track. It's about four, about fourth release. Yeah, yeah, that could be the third or fourth. Plus, you want to for Tokyo Drift because it's but like yeah, we, we. I mean, even then, we don't know where it is in the chronology of the franchise. Correct, correct. We will though one day. Yeah, one day soon. Ish. Yeah, do you have a shining light for this watch of F9? One day in several movies, these things will be known. Too many syllables. Uh, yeah, I did actually. You did a good job with it. New guy, new fella. Just saw him. Just seen him. Just saw him. Uh, so we I are. I know who you're talking we're about. We're in a flashback, and young Vin is in prison for. Either manslaughter or grievous bodily harm. Yeah, we, we don't de- actually know. Guy and I were debating this. We don't know. Because it feels like he's in jail for about Is a it, year, well, right? It, it does. Maybe longer. It couldn't be they longer look, than two. similar age looking in. Yeah. There's it, not a massive passage of time between when he's being processed at the cop suggests, shop and looking at I mean, Jacob like, and when he appears again. How old, how old and what's the... What's the um, 
what are the rules and regulations around, you know, what state do we think they're in? Are they in the Midwest? They're in California. Are they? It's oh, a, yeah, East LA, LA is right, a hard sorry. enough place to grow up. You did right, you did right. But it was so, your brother's shadow that turned you into this. <laughs> Hi, I'm Charlize Theron, and I want to put a pool on my second house. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll see you in Fast 10. Uh do you so think, do you think someone like Charlize Theron needs to do a movie to put a pool in her second house, or can she just do it? Man, I I think I might have talked about this recently, but I think about this a bit for some reason with with big Hollywood stars. Like once you've got a career as big as Charlize Theron, you sort of just, it's like it consumes so much money to be in it. You know what I mean? Like if you land a big movie, what ten percent goes to your a- oh Jesus, ten percent goes to your agent. <laughs> We're getting too close to the truth. <laughs> Five or ten percent goes to your manager. Um, you know, all the taxes you got to pay this and you got to do all of your shit to like keep your shit right. You know, like you've got a publicist, you've got personal trainers, you've got dietitians, you've got some crazy house that you kind of had to get so that you can appear in magazines. Like it just feels like once you are on that treadmill, that's a lot, you reckon? It's kind of a trap. Do you, do you, do you, it's kind of a trap, you know? Wow. That's how I see it. I see it so visibly as a trap. And I actually think, and I, I might have said this as well on this podcast, because this is the person who always comes into my head. I think like Melanie Linsky and Jason Ritter are, are, are beautiful examples of people who like have great acting careers and have not engaged with the trap. They haven't gotten near the trap to fall into the trap. And I think that's why they're like doing it right. Because Melanie is Linsky the- is doing great work. She's such a good actor and it feels like she's like, enjoying her career she's able to enjoy her family like it's just i feel she's crushing it she's nailing it yeah absolutely um i i mean i personally i just think that if charlie's thrown wanted to put a pool and she'd do it she didn't have to do the movie you think she's I got think enough she, kicking I think, around I think money she wanted to change. i think she wanted to do the movie yeah you gotta remain also, in the i reckon also like you gotta be seen as well don't you is Vin Diesel going to these actors' houses to recruit them? No. In the same way he's recruiting people to be in his crew in the movie? No, sir. He's, like, no. Is, there, is, he, is Vin Diesel emulating character elements of Dominic Toretto no. in his life because he's so enamored by that role? I'll tell you how I know this. Because of the big falling out he had with... Uh, Dwayne uh, The Rock Johnson. Yeah, he doesn't have the, like, skills to be doing that sort why of thing. is that on vin why couldn't that be on dwayne the rock johnson because like i'm not saying he's an infallible guy in fact i think anyone who's as popular as universally beloved as is the rock you've got to be asking questions about because that just reeks to me of a too manicured uh, sort of persona what are his secrets i don't know it, i know i don't want to find make out, up one but they're dark i'm not going to i won't engage with this <laughs> scuttlebutt um <laughs> But great, I will, great to hear Scuttlebutt out in the wild. But I will... Some nice words in this episode. I will say this. I think that The Rock has, like, very advanced social skills. Like, he, he has absolute charisma, absolute command of being able to get on he's with read, anyone that he needs to. Yeah, yeah, he's read books on it. But I think The Rock... Do you, know, do you know what people would say about The Rock? I don't gone. know if this is true. He remembers... Everyone's name. Yeah, yeah, a real Obama kind yeah. of. Yeah, it's a very political kind of characteristic. I mean, you've been him. saying for years he's going to run for president. He is. He's not only going to run, he's going to win. He's going to win. And I thought it was going as to be what? 24, as, but as not. As a centrist liberal. As a Democrat. He'll be like, he'll he'll find out what ways the wind is blowing at the time, but he's he's got to run as a Dem and he'll win. 
He'll wait for... Tw- I think like a lot of dust will settle on this next one. He'll jump in at, at um, 28. But he's he's a young man. He's got time. You know? The Rock's going to be president, though. I'll put money on it. And if he's not, I'll eat my hat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's just got the trajectory, I think. You know? What were you talking about? Um, Charlize Theron's pool <laughs> a little bit. Your shining light. Oh, my shining light. That's right. The guy. The guy, yeah. So uh, we're in prison and it's it's morning, we are to believe, because the cell's all open and all of the you know, all of the inmates get to leave their cell to go and do whatever it is they do for the day. And center of frame, you've got uh, young Dom, played by Altero's own, Vinnie Bennett, looking great, stoic. Being great, being great. And he's walking out, and just in the front, just in front, it's sort of like staggered. There's three figures leaving their cells, and he's in the middle. He occupies the main part of the frame, mm. and he's sort of in focus. But in front of him, there's this sort of bewildered-looking guy with quite long hair, older guy. He's got a, like a white t-shirt under like a sort of a, his jumpsuit, and he just had a look about him. And the camera's on him just long enough. You think, what are you in for? Yeah, and he's and he occupies a lot of the frame too. Like well, he's, your eye. he's quite a big guy, and you yeah. think. And what are you going to do today? Yeah. And I've seen this movie a bit. i never seen The Man of My Life before. Same. And then as long as he was on camera, he was the only thing I saw. He's a he's like a, an or interesting guy. Fill in the gaps, man. Based on the information you've got on this this guy. First of all, how old do you, would you pick him as? Late 40s. I reckon a little bit older than that. I was going to say mid-30s. Yeah, but, but I think prison, I guess. Yeah, ages exactly. You, I think he's, 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 his life hasn't always been easy. Do you think he's been in for a while? Yeah, I inside? think. Uh, do you know what? I don't know what it's for. I feel like he didn't take a fall, mm. but he could have lessened his sentence if he'd sort of given more information. Maybe if he'd ratted someone out. But yeah. I just don't think it's in his nature. Yeah, he he looks to me, and you know, I think it's quite noble. And I, I think, um, yeah, this podcast is anti-snitch. Yeah, yeah. Generally I, speaking. I just think, you know, I think he's had a lot of time to reflect on it. And I think he stands behind the decision. But some mornings he wakes up and he thinks it would be nice not to be in here. Mm. You know, and he, he probably wonders, you know, what the person he, he didn't snitch on is doing with their freedom. Uh, uh, it does feel like everyone in that, particular block cell block is involved with vehicles i suppose because huh. the cut from that scene is to um santos and leo santos and leo and they're working on cars like seems like a pretty lax prison if you know there's like a garage where everyone just gets to tinker May, on vehicles yeah that's true because it seems unlikely i think you're right about that i i think in my mind like i've i've seen you know, documentaries and stuff where they, um, on essentially slave wages, they they punch out like license plates. That's a job that they give to prisoners. There's mm. a whole lot of jobs they give to prisoners because they're just like um, very repetitive manual labor and they can pay them below minimum wage, which is outrageous. Mm. And uh, so there's whole industries that are just like underpinned by the fact that prisoners do the work to, to generate but they're like, stuff. They're, they're, Sandos and Leo are teaching. But they're, they're, they're like, they're working they're on engines. Fiddling, they're fiddling around they're not, on an engine. They're yeah. not doing like menial production line no. tasks. They're like having, you know, 
they're they're pursuing their passion. Yeah, which I think is what prisons should like. It's a it that's what should be happening in the prison. I think I, so. I think he's. I think this guy. It's kind of a hopeful vision of restorative justice in some ways that these guys could actually come out on the other side with some skills they can apply to rehabilitate well, their right. life by getting a job. I mean, rejoining it, society. It's happening in America, and there's two things I know about that country. Gone. Land of the free and home of the brave. I just think that he's in for Grand Theft Auto and like... The, Who is? The, oh, the tall guy. The, the tall guy. And so what happened is he... Uh, I mean, if they were wrong. I don't think they organise prisons based on crimes. I think that they... I think they go like this. They do. Is, these, these are, are the, the car, car guys. guys. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly... D-block. Because, the car yeah, guys. Because, because uh, young Vin is in for like... Either <laughs> Grievous Bodily Humber. Because it was with a wrench. Like a holding, car. Yeah. They're like, okay, you can go with the car guys. <laughs> That's part of the sentencing. Yeah. As it's like grievous bodily harm with a weapon, you're getting nine months. You're in D block because you technically used Well, we we know it was related you used to a, a socket wrench. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so I just I, I feel like um I can't, I can't quite I can't paint the entire picture, but basically him and his friend who he took the fall for. Yeah. Or his friend his friend was betrayed. His Do you reckon it was a racket? Like they had a whole operation going? No. Oh, I think really? it was it was um, a More personal of a crime of opportunity, a, not even opportunity. I think it was a personal vendetta. I think it was uh, they. I think his friend had been wronged in some way by a very wealthy gentleman, and um, you know maybe it's a, a stolen partner or you know had uh, reappropriated custody of the guy's children or whatever. Okay, and uh, the way that they wanted the only thing he loved more than you know his his life was his cars yes. and they were like well you take my family i take your car yeah and so they they worked together on a scheme to take this man's cars and he got caught you know the other guy drove Fuck, scot man. free and he got and he got caught this, in one of the they cars they threw the book at this guy yeah, he yeah. stole a car because <laughs> he's he's been aged by prison so he's been in for longer than i would say he could, five he, years he could, you know yeah then D, uh, dom toretto got out yeah, uh, he was two younger. Years, I think he almost he, killed someone, he, and maybe did kill someone. He's under eighteen. With a does that matter wrench. in the states? I don't think he was. I think he was eighteen, and I think in the state of California, eighteen-year-olds get tried as adults. Seventeen-year-olds, mm. maybe there's some leeway, but I think for, vi- for for violent crimes, I think there's like the judge can sort of have a little bit of choose. discretion, maybe. If you're 17 when you do something and by the time it goes to trial, it's the crime. you're 18. It's, I think it's when you committed it always. Yeah. Otherwise because otherwise it wouldn't be fair. Yeah. It's a bit like it's not really. But, you know, if you're in the line. I mean, none of it's and fair. If you're but in the line and then they say we're closed now. Yes. If you were in the line, you're, you're still in the line. It's not closed for you. you got to vote. Stay in the line and vote. <laughs> oh, they can't what, kick you out. I was more thinking of like a McDonald's. I know what you were thinking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If you can, you do have to vote. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you can, you do have to vote. Okay, we'll roll, yeah, we'll roll with that. My Shining Light, thanks for asking, man. It's, I don't give a f- It's the cutoffs in this movie. It's all the cutoffs. The wardrobe. It's so good. Specifically the cutoffs. Buddy's wearing, when uh, Dom Toretto goes back to visit him, you know, years have gone by. This is a guy who became the sort of adopted father very late into the piece um, for Jacob in particular. As best he could, but he's not a Toretto. And he'll be the first to admit that. His word's not yours. And I mean, Jacob at this point, when their dad dies, is already 15. Well, we place him at. Say there's three years between Little them. Little brother. 15 to 18? Yeah, 15, 16. I don't think, he's not 14. He's too, like, grown up. So I think... I think 16. He's 15, He's 16 years old. You've done a lot of your growing up by that stage, and then someone takes away your sole parent because mums don't exist in The Fast and the Furious. No. Um, not in the Torito bloodline. They have an asexual reprodu- re- reproduce- reproduction. That's right. It's just the guys. The guys decide. The guys decide at some point. I want to become a father, and they lay an egg, much like a dragon, and then it, yeah, another yeah. Torito pops out. The next generation, um, and that's that's the story of how Jacob and Dom came to be. They <laughs> they were hatched, much like the incredible plots in these Fast that's and right. Furious movies. The Torito boys were hatched from eggs, and they grew- just like the writers. <laughs> There were also eggs. The writers? The writers of the movies. Uh, eggs. Like, the plots are hatched like, from eggs. The writers. The boys are hatched from eggs laid by... Um, what's the dad's name? Mr. Toretto to you. Does he have a name? Yeah, Toretto Senior. Okay, Mr. Toretto. Anyway. Mr. Toretto. Mr. Toretto Senior. I just like the idea of Vin Diesel showing up at um, Helen Mirren's estate. Being like, you've got to come back and you've got to do the voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. In real life. Yeah. Okay. Behind the scenes. So we see Buddy and Cut in a cutoff hoodie, I'm pretty yep. sure, right? Correct. And it's still got the hood, but you can see full guns up to the armpit. It's so, and it clearly cut with scissors. It's so good. And there's multiple different tops that Dom Toretto's in where he's cut the sleeves off himself as, his, his, himself as well to create singlets. I think his arms are so big 
they just naturally detach. That's what the, he wants you to think, but he's just he wants to show everyone. Of course. And it's so funny. Cutoffs are really funny. They're a very funny item of clothing because it's like just buy a singlet. <laughs> it was designed to be this way. But he's he's got to get a big shirt. He's like, no, no, no. That's you know, it's too like show offy. I'm gonna buy a shirt. And <laughs> Just to get some scissors Because he can't bring himself to hide his arm, his massive arms away And he cuts them off And he looks a little bit silly Do you know what would look really He looks a bit ridiculous What would look really good on Vin Diesel? Go on. Loose fitting clothes No Yeah He's done the work I, You can be muscly and wear loose fitting clothes It would look nice Do It'd you look, think? I just want to see him like oh. Swimming in a basketball Not t-shirt. Swimming. No, I'm thinking linen. I want to see him oh, like in the Mediterranean oh, okay. on holiday in a nice pair of cream linen trousers. I could absolutely see that for Vin Diesel. Not Dominic Toretto, but I reckon Vin spends a lot of time in linen. I reckon he spends a lot Vin of linen. I reckon he, he should start his Vinin. own line. <laughs> Vinin. I reckon he spends a lot of time um, in cars. Not like him in the car. I'm talking about like He's being driven around? No, I'm talking about his dick in a car. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. Thanks for bringing us back there. I really thought we'd done a good job of... Much like Tej and Romain are able to exit the orbit of the Earth, so too do I think that these two boys had exited the orbit of your blue humour you'd put in the show of fucking car exhausts. I'm and a- yet... And yet, like gravity pulling us back towards the earth at frightening speed, guy has to mention putting Tej dicks at one in point cars he says, again. if we just follow the laws of physics, we'll be fine. Yeah. Not a choice. You took issue with that. You didn't like it's it. It's not like you don't make a decision to follow the laws of physics. Do you? Can you not bring yourself to admit to me? Can you look me in the eye and say you're not a bit beaten down by this movie? Tim. Hey, you looked away. Okay. You look at me. I'll look you in the eye. Tim, yeah. I love this movie more than life itself. That hurts me that you would lie to me in the eye, man. That, that really, I would lie about this thing. That's, and you look dead behind the eye this saying that. This is a life-giving experiment. Listless, I think uh, is the word. List full, full of lists. <laughs> Ask us for a list. There's three, there's three lists. <laughs> nah, man, you're lying to me, to yourself, to our sole libertarian okay. listener who has supported us for the last eight years. I'm honest. And I need you to get right with yourself. I need you to get right with God, and I need you to introduce a little honesty. Me and God are cool. Me and Vin are cool. Me and Paul Walker are cool. Me and Michelle Rodriguez are cool. Me and Ludacris are cool. Me and um, Tyrese Gibson are cool. Yeah. Me and the woman you're in love with who plays Ramsey are cool. I can't believe you've got a crush on Ramsey. I'm, I'm, ta- I'm telling. What about Letty? Letty's Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, you mentioned her. And what we're about cool. Mia? Me Did and Mia, surprisingly, we're cool. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. Al? Al, we, I'm very cool with Al. I don't think she really cares about me. L oh. is L actually. <laughs> How do you define being cool with someone? I was saying uh, her name in the movie is L, but it should be W because was a this good, chick rocks. It was a good line from you. Is that she's in the middle of a great fight sequence? It's probably my favorite. In fact, I think it might have been my first shining light as her fight sequence, and she's got a great set of moves. I'm pretty sure it's her. I don't think they used the stunt double for this because you see her face quite a lot, and she like 
there's sort of like a duck and a throw and a grab and a grapple and then a tumble and, a and a somersault. And a hen. <laughs> <laughs> she gets that she ends up with the guy in like some semblance of a figure four leg lock and it's just like satisfying. It's like yes, it's great. And, and that's she, that's when I was like, this bit rolls. The guy said, yeah, hey, tell you what, her name's Albert. It should be W. It's actually it's a good call. It's, it's to the detriment of the later fight scene when they're in the when uh, Roman and Tej are in the back of that truck that Ramsey's driving and there's the magnet and they're fighting in the back of that and they're yeah. sort of moving around and the magnet's being turned on and off because it's similar in the way it has to be shot it's up close it's in a contained space yeah and it's not as satisfying because we've already seen how we've good already it could seen be. like the, the the height of the actual fighting sequences how, in the film how long should f9 the fate of the furious be bearing in mind that i think this movie if you include the after the credit scene is two hours and 20 i reckon if they put in the good stuff they cut, it should probably be at about three and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> you really threw me for a loop there. Well done, you. Well how done how you. long would you like it to be? An hour 40. How, how quickly could you tell me the entire plot? Of this movie? Oh, God. I Don't do it. You uh, look dead behind the eyes. Do you want me to try? No. Okay, cool. Maybe another day. Maybe, maybe in our day. own time. Yeah, I think, I think maybe that'll be the case. Is Kurt Russell's character Mr. Nobody Alive now, in this movie? that's the big question that we haven't got to, okay? So this is important. Is it? Yes, <laughs> it is. Because we both love Kurt Russell and we love his character in this movie and right up there with the fight sequence. Is from... Kurt Russell Kate Hudson's ma- dad? Yes. And who's Kurt Angle? He is a wrestler who died? You know who I... I never really saw him, but I like that. Is Kurt Angle the guy who jumped off the... Like he died doing wrestling in the middle of a match. Really? I think that was Kurt Angle. Really showing my lack of wrestling knowledge here. Yeah, but you've humiliated It was in the us. 90s, whoever it was. I think well, it was Well, it was Kurt a Angle. different time. People love anyway, saying that. Um, so Mr. Nobody, Kurt Russell, who we love, um, he has the... Should be called Mr. Somebody. <laughs> What's up? Goddamn right. You're goddamn <laughs> right about that. He I don't like this negative self-talk. Appears in the uh, Metal Gear Solid style message at the top of the movie saying, Mayday, Mayday. This plane is going down. Rogue agent, um, dangerous cargo. He says those words. And so he's imperiled. And the team talk about the fact that Mr. Nobody, like they say, as they're going out to um, Monte Cristo. Is it what it's called? No, Monte Quinto. Quinto. Um, <clears throat> that they've got to go try and... See if he's alive. They don't find him. They don't find his body. It's never brought up in the film. You and I at the start of the film, this time, I, I, I put it to you. I was like, okay, so we've seen this in its entirety five times before. Does Mr. Nobody come back? Because there's a flashback sequence where he's, he's back, but it's in a different through, timeline. Only through flashback. But in this timeline of F9, we don't know if he survived the plane crash or not. And Ramsey actually says we have to recover Mr. No. I think they've recovered the device, but the actual prompt she offers is we need to find Mr. Nobody. Yeah. And they don't. So either the Monte Quinto military has taken his body and not given him an appropriate bury or returned him to the United States government, or he survived, dragged his ass out of there. I mean, literally, it would appear that death comes for no name character in this franchise. Maybe that's why they call him Mr. Nobody, so he can be killed. They found a loophole. Please. Mr. Nobody was my father's name. My name's Chris. Call me Chris. Um, that's going to wrap it up for us. Okay. I'm calling it there. Well, I'd like to say this is the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> to quote Tim Bat, 
I'd, the Citizen Kane of our generation. I would like to accuse Guy on the record of lying to all of us. Wouldn't lie. You're like George Washington for yeah. the movies. I cannot. T- I chopped down the cherry tree. I cannot tell a lie. Everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for supporting us. If you don't and you would like to, we've got a... Um, a Substack, yeah. And if you're on the Substack, you get the podcast without any ads, and you also get to see the video of us, and you what also does get it look other like, bonus content. What does it look like when they talk? Us, yeah. That's what people are wondering. Yeah. So you can answer that question. What do Tim and Guy look like? Whose voice belongs to who? Hmm. A mystery. Pertinent questions that pertinent can questions. be solved. On our Substack. Substack, twirwet.substack.com. And we'll see you in the next episode of this beautiful We've season. We've got to get a guest. We've, we simply must. <laughs> Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.